This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, you're in trouble now. It's not the glasses, it's you. We're no longer trying to find the right answer. I found a Rathtar tooth in my grilled cheese. Exploding like a pinto. Rub-a-dub-dub, mariner in the tub. Eating is just food shopping. Old chucked puck, discovered with luck. Nicely done. Your mom is a mercury cougar. <laughs> Tom's tech time. <laughs> Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You know what you need, Melanarnia? You have this look that says, I'm not from around here. What if I told you my gay barber stays open late on Mondays? Ooh. Shinji Ikari. Yes? You will be its pilot. Huh? This is the morning stream. It's the end of the world, and I feel fine. Ah. It's the end of the world as we know it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for Wednesday, June 26, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Nibbett. Hello. Good morning. Hello. 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 Hi. How are you? Nice to see you. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> we're using a new video thing today, everybody. Hopefully, this works for you live folks, but everyone at home, the big difference you should hear will be. Uh, a slight uptick in audio quality and uh, no weird uh, hitches and glitches, hopefully. Yeah, let's hope. That's the, that's the dream that we're trying to live here. And uh, supposedly the way this tech works, Brian, is it's more peer-to-peer. So you and I are talking like in a direct sort of uh, string between two cans sort of way. <laughs> uh, unlike the old way, which was more of a server type arrangement. So. Oh. Is that good? I think so. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out later. But uh, yeah, no, I'm liking this. Hey, you found your glasses. I just realized you found your little circly, circly glasses. Yeah, I bet Jeannie's not happy because I found. Them. <laughs> she thinks they're ugly, but I did. I, I only wear them for their practical use. They're not here for a fashion statement. They're here because I get bad glare and super headaches. Since mm-hmm. my cataract surgery, so I have these like you know robot lenses that don't do well with lots of computer reflection, and so these are uh, <laughs> these are helping that. Thanks, dead polymers. It's not the glasses that are ugly. Oh, that stings! <laughs> right to the heart, buddy. Oh wow, gee, oh jeez. Oh, I don't know if I can forgive him wow. for such language. It's fine though. Listen, imagine all the people. I'll just do like John Lennon songs while I'm here. Yeah, but you'll do it in the Don Adams from Get Smart voice. <laughs> I'm a 99, Agent 99, American, all the people. Well, they were popular. Both Sorry, both were popular in the 60s, right? They're both this 60s. Is true. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Take that, everybody. Anyway, we're back. We got stuff to talk about. I'm thrilled to uh, say that my daughter is home from Japan after eight days. Oh, wow, that was quick. It was really Holy quick. cow, that was quick. Yeah, it feels like hardly any time went by for us, but for her, you yeah. know, she had a whole whirlwind week. Her favorite place, by the way, was uh, Hiroshima, of all the places she saw. She thought Tokyo oh, was wow. kind of... Okay. She thought Tokyo was cool, like looking, but really it's just mm-hmm. shopping. That's all you do there. That's not really mm. her bag, so... I don't know. There's lots of eating. 
<laughs> yeah, plenty of eating. Which, plenty of which I know. enjoyed greatly. I enjoyed the lots of eating part of. Uh, sure, <laughs> but if you think about it, Tokyo. eating eating is just shopping for food, right? Kind of at the end of the day, you're shopping for things to eat. So it's really just a well, big shopping okay. city. You just isn't, shop. Isn't sightseeing shopping for statues? <laughs> I guess, sort of. Except you're not really paying for them. Like you go to. She went to Monkey Mountain to see a bunch of monkeys. I don't know if That's that counts cool. as shopping, cool. but anyway, she really liked Hiroshima. They went to the uh, Hiroshima Hiroshima uh, uh, museum thing where they got like that big rock yeah. with the person shadow on it from the bomb and oh, all that. Got to be. It's got to be so uh, intense, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like sobering to see all that stuff. Yeah, that stuff's insane. So she did all that. But my favorite story is the following. All right. Okay. This is great. She's on the streets. I believe this was still in Tokyo. They were walking around looking at stuff. And in the middle of nothing, uh, just sort of just out of nowhere, an old Japanese guy. And by old, she says he was probably in his 60s. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Older gray. We're, we're knocking on that door ourselves, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, well, not we can for a see decade. that door off in the distance. How about that? Yeah, we, can... we got a decade. That's a long time. Yeah. So yeah. she sees uh, this guy, this old guy, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and he sees her. They get, they make eye contact, and then he runs up in front of her and kind of stands there, kind of in front of her with his hands out, and he goes. Something, a whole bunch of words in Japanese. Yabba dabba dabba, just a big, long screed in Japanese. (laughs) He's happy. He's smiling while he's doing it. But he's, you know, yelling something in Japanese. And at the end of the thing, he goes, Adjudicator! (laughs) And then runs off the other direction. So he clearly is a John Wick fan and thinks she looks like the, the Adjudicator lady in the John Wick 3 there. Gotcha. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Like so, does she have the, does she have the the short hair like uh, oh, yeah. like the character? Oh yeah, way okay. short. Like short. Like exactly like her hair. Really? Like, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Carter. So that uh, that totally makes sense. Oh, that's hilarious. And now that she's not using, uh, or now that she's not, um, the Carter's not wearing glasses anymore because she had that laser thing a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She looks totally different because she doesn't wear glasses anymore. She looks just like that chick in that movie. <laughs> and this old guy, who apparently is a big John That's Wick guy, hilarious. just couldn't get over it. And he was so excited, yells adjudicator, and then runs off giggling, which is pretty great. She, she needed to go, I need guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> <laughs> she should have said, seven, seven swipe. No, what did she say? What was her uh, ruling on uh, Morpheus? Yeah, that's... Uh, Seven swipes, seven cuts, cuts, seven cuts, seven. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was as seven slashes. Maybe that's it. It, Yeah, seven slashes is what Rainbow Bright says. Is it slashes? Okay. Oh no, it wasn't lashes. Definitely wasn't lashes. No, no, that was seven spoilers. Seven spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I can't remember what it was, but uh, don't worry, Morpheus is Morpheus is okay apparently. Uh, all right, that's, that's it, cool. pretty pretty rad. And she had lots of cool experiences and lots of just neat, you know, lots of great food. She she doesn't eat meat as you're aware, so she goes yeah. and just does a lot of sushi and oh. fish. And that sort of thing. Oh, but she'll do sushi. Okay, so that's cool. At least she, boy, that's a that's an easy fish in any form is easy to get out there and ramen. You know, you don't have to have mm-hmm. pork or anything like that in the ramen. You can do like a tofu ramen. Yep. There's lots of opportunities there. She did all that and um, cool. enjoyed it, seemed to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. 
which is what you want uh, while you're in Japan. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> she had a great time. And thanks to everybody who uh, was asking about her. Make sure she was okay. Also, check this out. Oh, this is today's prize. i got to move that out of the way. Okay, so I get in the mail, Brian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, a, yeah. A box. Yeah. And in that box... I find the uh, I find this this action figure. Now I don't know if you knew okay. this, but apparently back in the day, <laughs> I do remember that there were water rolled action. So that's the wow the Hydro Sting Mariner. Yep. Okay, and that is the Mariner himself. That's that's a supposedly uh, Kevin Costner, I guess, but it doesn't really look like him. But he's kind of right. more superhero-y looking. He doesn't really look like a. Look like right, the dude on the right. Boat. That's right. It's super bulky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his pants are super tight, and I don't know. He looks more like a. I don't know, looks like He-Man with clothes on. But anyway, Does he come with a uh, a sparkly little uh, plant that's uh, freshly watered that he can pee on and drink from. That no. he can pee on and drink. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I know it's too bad, right? But there is a. So there's a staff. There's a, a spear. And then there's this water, or there's this gun thing. I guess it's a gun. I don't know what that is. But you basically can put water in the little back-end squeezer bit, and it can squirt water out like a squirt gun. So it's like his weapon, I guess. And then there's a stingray, which is supposed to be that little red guy there. And uh-huh. he rides on the stingray. So you stand on there, and it's like almost like um, uh, you know Aquaman riding on one of his fish friends. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And... Uh, Anyway, this is uh, from this is from Kenner. This is from 1995, so this is old now. This yeah, this is very isn't like old. one of the new reaction toys like that that have uh, um, come out recently, where they've gone back to old franchises and made new toys from them. Yeah, so this is like 20 what 24 years old, 23 years old, whatever it is. Uh, oh, and this is, this is bad. hold on, I've got a kitten right behind the screen. Keep talking. All right, <laughs> I can hear you, but I'm gonna get the kitten right, out from you. Get the cat. Along with this fantastic prize uh, came this card here with a fancy, uh, so everyone knows, I'm sure this is not news to anyone, but both Brian and I turned 50 this year. Uh, Brian is at zen with it. He's at, he's at peace. I am irritated by it. Um, Aging, nothing but a number. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they tell you to say. Uh, but anyway, I get this happy 50th birthday, Scott, envelope that looks all custom and nice. And then this custom printed card. Check this out. I don't know if you can see that, Brian. Oh, it's going to be a little. Weird. Oh yeah, yeah, a little, little pixely, but I can tell it's the Bar- the Mariner's boat. Yeah. Uh... It says "Happy 50th Birthday, Scott." Frog Pants World, and it's got a picture of what should be Kevin Costner, but my face on it. And then if you open it, it says "Paper." Have you ever seen paper? And it's got a picture of the paper guy. See, so check that out. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, "Remember, Kim you may Coates. have you may yeah. have grown older, but you never have to grow up." Love you, bro. Though, J.K. Grammar, what a nice thing to Aww, do. Oh, that's super cool. I don't think he's in the chat this morning, but um, that made my day yesterday. So, thank you, J.K. Grammar. That's I'm very gonna cool. now, Brian. If you were me, would you would you take your uh, would your... you take mint out of box? Yeah, and would you yeah, play in the tub down. with it? That thing is not getting any more valuable by the day. It's never gonna be. Yeah, it's never gonna be like. Oh, I wish I would have kept my Mariner Hydrojet uh, action figure mint in box. Maybe I should put it, hang it though, like on the wall, like that or something. 
I don't know. Oh, you could do that. You could do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Brian's well, having a cat capades over there with the. Cat. I know exactly. Well, I'm just, I'm just uh, picking them up and moving them. Um, what you could do is, uh, like, basically it depends on what you want to do. Yeah. You're, you're going to display that one way or the other. You can either display it as a single, boxed unit. <laughs> Hello. Mm. Or you can um, take it out and kind of put him in a pose and put him on a shelf or something where he's like, you know, firing his. His, or throwing his spear or sitting on his stingray or doing whatever. I like it. There's also a version of the uh, the Tremarian, which is his uh, his boat, I guess. I never knew it had yeah, a name. Yeah, catamaran. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a version of that. And there's also a version of these weird-looking speeder b- things. You can also collect all the characters. So apparently somewhere there's a um, Dennis Hopper figure oh, there's gotta be yeah that right. would be amazing uh i kind of just want to play in the tub with these <laughs> with the little squirt functions totally yep. yeah yep so we'll see but uh thanks jk you're the man that made my day that's very cool uh all right very cool. hey, so scott yeah go ahead. i'm doing so this computer right here that we're looking at mm. all good everything seems to be working our new system here jetsy is, is going great mm. um on my other computer, mm. my laptop, I'm currently installing the Catalina Beta so I can finally see this new music app and if it's going to change everything that I do so I can start preparing now for it changing everything I do. It's going to change your world, man. Compatibility with you know the tools that I use to produce the shows and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I'll let you know. And, uh, it says about three hours and four minutes, but we know how those installation things sometimes go really fast for a minute and then they go really slow for a minute and, and yeah. all this but. cannot rely on those numbers uh, unfortunately yeah. however uh so let me ask you this when's the so yeah. this we're in the beta period for both that ipad os all that stuff when's the yeah. Yeah. when's the actual uh date for when that's all out of beta do we know that yet do they i don't know if they've announced it because i think um it's basically a situation of when when all this stuff is done then they'll announce a date, I think, of of uh, um, uh, of it actually being released. TV's Travis is saying fall, so I think that's that might be all they've said is it'll be available in the fall. Probably September, something like probably. that. Yeah, yeah, I probably, yeah. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, Lassard says Brian just got really loud. He's not really loud. He's no, he did. I'm not hearing and it. Davy Chorus says I'm super hot. Well, thank you, Davy Chorus. I, you know, I, I I'm glad. Uh, Glad you find me attractive. I'm married, but uh, it's awful nice. And, sure. And that's why I gave you a little 3D printed uh, figure of myself. So enjoy. It's a real kindness that they've given you today. I did. Actually, I did give that to Davy Chorus. Gave him a little 3D printed me, mini me. Oh, that's nice. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very good. They're both saying we're really loud. Did we both really go up? Apparently we did, yeah. I don't know how or why. Here, let's... Uh, I can adjust that. <laughs> yeah. How about Weird. now? Is that is that better for you people at home hold on yeah that's unrelated that's something with my streaming output which yeah, has nothing be, to do with this wouldn't so. be what we're using over here it'd be the like your obs or x split or whatever okay is that better all right they say it's better yeah i have okay. this uh yeah. i must have i must have tapped it i have this output mod uh thing that i monitor and if i touched it 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 gets real sensitive so anyway hmm. obs okay. thing. uh all right Let's, uh, should we try Dunaway and see how this works? See if this is going to work? Let's see. Oh, yeah, right. Because then I'll see Dunaway in here, too. And he's used this with you for, for Boop, right? Yes. He's, uh, d- well, uh, did we? 
I can't remember if we did. He's the one that actually found it. He scrounged around and found it, uh, which is pretty great. So, um, yeah, it's very cool. All right, so I'm telling him to join that link. And let's see if this works. Because today's the first time we're going to use this with actual guests. Oh, right. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. Are you going to pull in, but you're going to pull in our player via Skype, right? Because that would be. Uh, not Skype, but yeah, the, nor- the normal way we do it. Oh, the number. normal way. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's not going to yeah. change. In fact, I'm glad you said that because I need to have that open too. Let me make sure that's a thing. Good. All right. We got all this going on. It's all fantastic. Hey, if I hit, <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. If I hit, oh, actually, Brian, are you there? I'm still oh, here. Hi. Oh, you're talking Brian Dunaway. Yeah, Brian. Sorry, Dunaway, you're there, right? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I totally can hear you. This is great. Um, so let's see. I just got to make sure if Hangouts are doing what they're supposed to do. Okay, chat room. Sorry, this is all very uh, behind the scenes stuff, but uh, I think this is going to work. So that same number Jeannie's giving you, or if Jeannie's, is she in there? Yeah, 801-471-0462. That'll be your number. Uh, okay, I think I got it. Brian, here's your thing. Here you go. gentlemen welcome to a little game we call Babel royale where you can win prizes and brian dunaway and i can win each other's hearts win the things yes all the things, all the things. hey uh, dunaway it's uh, great to have you back man how are you oh i'm doing fantastic is it wednesday already it is hump day. it is start humping are you ready to hump get humping <laughs> i am all humped out yeah i'm hoping it's just going to be all downhill from here it very well might be you never know yeah why is that why is monday and tuesday not hump day because that's a lot of work yeah it's uh it is a lot of work but well, nonetheless we're going to try our best hump. like it you're starting at the top of the week that's an evenly spaced uh hmm. hill like equal equal lengths on both sides the wednesday is the hump of that of your work week oh all right i thought it was because we were all supposed to be having sex on today that's not it yeah you that's can not totally it. do that all Just, right you know i've been doing hump day all wrong all right yeah <laughs> cam i'll, t- uh, to I'll dry talk hump to you day. after the show i'll let you know what's up <laughs> all right let's uh, see if we have a caller on the line hi good morning thanks for waiting who's this this is Josh from Indiana. Well, hello, Josh from Indiana. How are you? I'm doing great. Oh, that's so good to hear. Uh, Josh from Indiana, we're going to play a little game. You probably know how this works, but it doesn't matter because Brian Ibbett's going to explain anyway. Brian, how's this work? I will always explain it. Scott and Brian are going to get a topic, Josh. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, they take too long to come up with an answer. The winner's is going to go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for a copy of The Long Halloween. Oh, this is so cool. One of the greatest Batman comics ever. Yep, and I can't, awesome. I cannot find his name. Wait, is this it? Ah, I don't know where I put it. But the guy who sent these comics, he I, he deserves credit every time we do this. And I, for some reason, I don't have it handy. Is this the one? Hold on. As long as it isn't Josh from Indiana, then... <laughs> Uh, it says, okay, here we go. No, this isn't it. So, uh, dang it, I thought I got rid of those comics, and he just keeps sending them back to me. They just keep coming back. But anyway, this is uh, uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale's amazing uh, run for the Long Halloween. It's the entire collection. One of the best comic books ever made, in Never my read opinion. It. Yeah, it's really good. And I will send this out with some other random uh, accoutrement when I send it, if you but win today. If you butt win, sounds good. Yeah, if you butt win, Brian. Oh, if you don't butt, butt win, win. <laughs> butt win. Uh, our topic today comes to us courtesy of Joe Acosta, 
who uh, did a lot of research to to make sure that we had a complete list. That Acosta so, guy, he's always so great. Uh, he really is. So uh, he says, "Hey, you want to make a car sound fierce and sexy? Name it after an animal, and sometimes oh. it'll evoke those feelings." How many animal-related or animal-named models, both real and mythical, can oh, you name mythical. from the American uh, automakers and their subsidiaries? So only, uh, let's see here. Yes, only American car companies okay. and their subsidiaries and uh, animal car names. Okay. And they can be mythical or real. Mythical or real, exactly. Which leads mm -hmm. me directly to one that I was hoping you would have. Okay. Uh, All right. So, Josh, knowing that that's the topic, who do you expect to win and who do you want to give the honor of going first? Um, I'm going to say Scott to win and uh, Brian to start. All right. All right. Like okay, it. cool, cool. I'll go with my one of my favorite uh, cars is from uh, the Phantasm series. Part two is cooler. Uh, I'm going to go with the Barracuda, the Cuda. Bad song too, but because I I love the look of the car and the Phantasms. So. The Plymouth Barracuda, introduced in 1964, named after the ray finned fish known for its large size, ferocious appearance and behavior, and it's also a song by heart. Uh, very good. We are off to the races with a Plymouth Barracuda. Okay, um, Scott. Well, let's go with. Uh, Wait, is it an animal though? That's right. a good question. I'm gonna, so I'll, I got one. I'm gonna say. Does it have to be mammal? Yeah. Can it be bugs? Doesn't have, doesn't have to be a mammal. Can it okay. be? Can it be this bugs? Are in, are insects included in your okay, description? Insects, insects good. are included in right. animals. All right, beetle then. The beetle. Yeah. There you go. The, the Volkswagen, Volkswagen beetle. beetle. Yeah. Not from an American car company, which is one of the things that I I made sure to say multiple <laughs> times at the beginning of this. <laughs> Wait, what? You said not to do it? I said American car companies. Volkswagen is so oh, not American shit. car companies. But, they, but they're assembled in, in Mexico and they're... Oh, no, is that American, Brian? I have, no, wait, 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 wait. Because I, I used to know someone who used to make parts uh, and then they would send them to Mexico to be assembled. No, okay. Brian's right. I from that the American I just got so wrapped up in, oh, in the on. stupid names that I didn't think let's about international. So come on, let's give a mulligan. I am going to give him a mulligan, a mulligan because I there's it's such a long topic. list. I wanted to go through a few more of these. So, All right, mulligan. I'm going to give you a mulligan, Scott. You've got a yellow card. This is your warning. We only get Don't one of these. Me. This is how this should be. We should only get one of those a year. Per year, one. Right. each of us gets <laughs> Year? Yeah. I don't know. I think a, I think a month. Oh, really? Per month? Oh, wow. Okay. Per month, but only when it benefits the player. When, right. it, when it benefits uh, the call-in contestant. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, then let's all let's right. back that off and let's go with the Ford Bronco. Pretty sure that's made here. Yeah, Ford. There yeah. you go. Introduced in 1966, uh, originally referred to a horse that bucks or is untrained. The Ford Bronco. Now, was it referred to? I'm going to go with. The Impala, which I had one of. <laughs> the Chevy Impala. Very good. It's uh, like a deer. Also in 1966. Yeah, it's a medium-sized antelope found in eastern and southern Africa. Okay. Which makes sense, right? Does it? <laughs> That's fast. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> um, how about the... Oh, geez. Um, 
Don't, don't think too hard, Scott. These are there's some actually some really easy ones. Yeah, I know. My brain just went dead. There's more horse ones even. Um, let's go yeah. with the uh, Pinto, the Ford Pinto, oh, or Ford's Pinto. Ford Pinto, very good choice. Yes, introduced in 1971, uh, a coat color that consists of large patches of white and any other color. Uh, the Ford Pinto also, I think, would explode frequently uh, yes. if you hit it wrong. And <laughs> if you and if if you got to hide out from a giant uh, slobbery uh, uh, Saint Bernard, the Pinto is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes. It's a big, you know, big piece of shit. That car. Terrible I am car. shocked that Scott did not say when he was going through his horse horse talk. They didn't mm-hmm. say the Mustang. Well, I was yeah, getting there. baby. I was getting there. I had it. Introduced in 1964, the Ford Mustang, named after the free-roaming horse of the American West that descended from horses brought to the Americas by the Spanish. I the... love this. Uh... How many horses you got in that Mustang? Thank you. Thank you for all the flavor copy, Joe, by the way. I love this. Yeah. Did someone just do a squeaky toy? What did I hear? A squeaky oh, I thought that was you. Oh, that's Dunaway. Oh, that's right. What do you have? What is that? I got my programmer duck. <laughs> Well, it's funny you've answered the question, but yet you've created so many more. Yeah, I have when a thousand you, new questions. When you, now. when you program, dear, when you program a lot, sometimes it's, uh, sometimes you get hung up on things, and you just and you have like a duck on your desk. This is a common thing programmers oh, do. Oh, sure. And you yeah. and you explain it to the duck, and yeah. then you go, "Oh, I get it mm. now." And then you get to do this, <laughs> and then and then the duck looks at you like this. Oh wow, yeah. that's more of a platypus, isn't it? What is that? That's that's Psyduck. Oh, Psyduck. It's a 3D printed Psyduck. Freaking Pokemon! I don't understand them. Got it. <laughs> uh, all right. How about the uh, Stingray Chevrolet Corvette oh, Stingray? Stingray. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great choice. The uh, Chevrolet Corvette Stingray 1963. It is the branding name for a subtype of Corvette. Qualifies. Very good. All right. I'm- I'm starting to think I only own cars named after animals because I'm going through oh, my really? list and I, I had a I had a Thunderbird. Mm. Thunderbird. Yeah, Thunderbird's yeah. a good one. I, would, I forgot about that. Nice one. That's several. That is a Ford introduced in 1955, legendary creature in North American indigenous people's history and culture. My brother my brother owned a Buick Wildcat. Oh, a wildcat. Yeah. Uh, yes, 1962, not to be confused with a feral cat. The wildcat is a species complex comprising two small wildcat species, the European wildcat and the African wildcat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And my, and, and my sisters at the time owned a sunbird, also a mythical creature. Sunbird, oh, sunbird, 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 sunbird. Gotta you sure on. they owned a sunbird? Gotta be on there. Come on. I remember that Who one made too. The sunbird? Pontiac, no longer in business. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's not listed. Yeah, Pontiac Sunbird, that's right. Uh, let me take a look here. Hold on a second. That's gotta be legit. <laughs> oh my gosh, my video is so yellow. Sorry, chat. Uh, I'll fix it later. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Bro. All right, I've got a Pond- 1994 Pontiac Sunbird. Uh, definitely would qualify. Um, not on the list, but I'm manually adding it to the list because it should have been on the Manual. list. All right. All right. Um, the Ford Taurus. That's a mythical creature. Ooh. It is. It's actually the uh, <clears throat> It's Greek for uh, bull, Latin for the bull. It's the... Uh, 
Uh, second astrological sign in the present zodiac, the forward Taurus. Just right. the Taurus part. Just the Taurus. Taurus! For us! Remember that? That was the thing. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> it was like, no, I'm good. Thanks anyway. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with the car my dad came out of retirement to get. That's right. My dad retired, stopped working, and decided that he wanted a Ford Raptor. Oh, my Lord. Ooh. Wow. I forgot well that was done. Even a Ford thing. Raptor. Now, he hasn't uh, purchased it, but he's working towards it. We'll see. <laughs> Also known as the uh, F-150 Raptor SVT, uh, birds of prey or raptors include species of bird that primarily hunt and feed on vertebrates that are large relative to the hunter. Just like we learned in Jurassic Park. That's right. They'll exactly. gut you, buddy. Yeah. Gut clever, ya. clever car. Yeah, clever car. You were so busy asking if you could, you never <laughs> asked if you should or whatever. <laughs> All right. right. Uh, uh, oh, um... Oh, uh, Dodge Viper. Viper. Snake. Ah, there you 1991. go. Yeah. yeah. Family of uh, venomous snakes found in most parts of the world. With the exception of Antarctica, Australia, Hawaii, Madagascar, New Zealand, and various other isolated islands and north of the Arctic Circle. Okay. Might have been shorter to say where we do find them. But, yeah, that's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Here are all the places they are. Here are all the places they are. Wow. Everywhere else, you got them. That's great. All right. You know what, Copen, I miss? I miss the Pontiac. I missed the Pontiac Firebird. Oh, there we go. The Pontiac Firebird is on my list, and that's what mm. I thought you're confusing with the Sunbird. No, there's there's a Firebird yeah, no, and no. a Sunbird. Yeah, the Sunbird's not nearly as cool as the Firebird. Yeah, no. That's right. Um, pretty much gets its name from the Phoenix, as you can see on my shirt. Uh, the Firebird. Um, or the right. Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, the Dark <laughs> Phoenix. There you go. I'm gonna say. Uh, uh oh no that's porsche um hold on i almost blew it again i'm gonna give you two mulligans scott i know um <laughs> i don't know if it's an actual animal or not yeah my my, my aunt bet or my aunt connie owned a mercury sable Oh yeah! Oh, totally. A sable is. It's What's a, a sable? Uh, I don't know what a sable a is. A little, a little, a uh, little mammal that uh, you make uh, like stoles and stuff out of. Um, it's a species of marten, a small carnivorous mammal, primarily inhabiting the forest environments of Russia, from the Ural Mountains throughout Siberia and northern Mongolia. Little, wow! Little sable. Okay, I've got yeah. lucky on that one. I feel, I feel like I'm at the end of my rope there, Dunaway. Yeah, I'm pretty much it too. I mean, I have. I think I have one more in me that I can All think right. of. Okay. And that's the Puma. Because it was a knockoff of the, uh, was it the Monte Carlo? Who made the Puma? Who made the Puma? Not on my list, but uh, that doesn't Who mean anything Puma? as we've seen. He's looking. He's looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Because for a while, Ford... Always made like a, a, a cheaper right. copy of other cars, and the Puma so, was one of those. Uh, the Puma Volkswagen based specialty sports oh, car built in Brazil, or there is a South African car manufacturer called the Puma. Interesting. Because uh, the Puma is like a Cougar knockoff, right? Or, But it was still made by Ford, I thought. Or maybe I'm thinking. I am not seeing, but I'm still looking here because. That sounds Let's right see. to me. Why do I? I feel like I know what that is, but maybe I'm thinking of the shoe. You're thinking of the shoe, yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, the Ford Puma. Here we go. The Ford Puma. 
Um, I'm giving it to you, even though it says it was produced by Ford Europe from 1997 no. to July 2002. But it is Ford, American automaker. So I'm giving you the Ford Puma. Oof. Bullshit, then. Bullshit, puppies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dodge trucks are ram tough. Nah, 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 nah. Sure. Ram. Like a male sheep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> launched in 1993, the Dodge Ram. Ram. Okay. Tough. <laughs> and I almost gave away my other answer because I thought I'd be smart doing the knockoff, but the Cougar, no one mentioned it, did they? I don't think we mentioned uh, it. Yet. No. Uh, cougar has not, Cougar has not cougar. been named. And I'm, I'm done. Mercury. Oh, here we go. Ford <laughs> Cougar. Um, if you uh, have one more, Scott, you're going to win because all I got left is nothing. Is nothing? <laughs> Yeah, 1998 for the Ford Cougar, but I could have sworn there was a Mercury Cougar as well. Mm. Um, I don't see. I thought, it, I thought it was Mercury. Was it not Mercury? Mercury Cougar. There, I think it might have been a Mercury Cougar as well, but it the got Cougar. The Mercury Cougar. This list when there he, was another. He, he show up in your nightmares. <laughs> That's it. It's like the factories are all boiler rooms. <laughs> <laughs> your mom is a Mercury Cougar. All right, let's see. What oh. Else oh. Um. I remember. Maybe that was the name of the brand. I got to be careful here. Remember, Scott, you only got to get one more. Oh. I've got nothing. Uh, the, uh, I don't know the brand of the car. Is that okay if I just know the name? Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Do you yeah. know the model? Uh, yeah. We've just been doing the others for funsies. Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't. I, we did so many of them, I wasn't sure if that was what we're supposed to do. So I'm going to say Skylark, but I don't know who made it. Oh, yeah, Buick made the Skylark. It's Buick. a genus of bird. May also refer to a particular species in that genus, such as the Eurasian Skylark. Okay. Very good. Hanging out with those European right, Brian, and African are you pets. Really, are you really out, Brian? Do you have anything? Are you uh, out? Are you... The only other kind of car I had or anybody around me that had that. Uh, the crap. American <laughs> cars. The crap? What's Who crap? made the crap? Is the is the Ford Crap Star? Is the uh, <laughs> I'm the mythical creature, the, the Crap Star? No. Right. I'm gonna go with the Ford Escort. The Escort is a is a <laughs> fictional character in my in my fan. No, fit. it's a it's a prostitute, uh, Brian. Uh, <laughs> you didn't and get with a... that. Scott is the winner. Oh my gosh, Josh, do you, were you on pins and needles, Josh, about this competition? Yes, I was. You still awake? Yeah, he's still, he, listen, he's uh, he's in it to win it. Not only is he in it to win it, he won. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. You're a winner. That means well, this copy yeah. and some extra Here's stuff. Some of, the other, uh, some of the other ones you could have said. The Ford Maverick. The Ford Falcon. Maverick. The Plymouth Maverick. Colt. Maverick. Wait, wait, wait. What's a, hold, stop. What's a Maverick? Maverick. A Maverick is another uh, horse. Uh, no, I take that back. Maverick is... Usually cattle, animals that do not carry yeah. a brand on them. That shocks me. I had a Maverick. I didn't know that that was a thing. I had yeah. no idea. I thought it was like a, hey, I'm a Maverick. I'll do card. I'll play poker real good. I'll, play, I'll, I'll play, be your yeah. wingman anytime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the Plymouth Colt, the Plymouth Roadrunner, Colt. the AMC Eagle, the AMC Hornet. Oh, I almost said Eagle. Sorry. Keep the going. Studebaker has both the Lark and the Hawk. Chevy has the Blazer which is uh, technically a horse. The oh, Plymouth has a cricket. The Dodge has a super bee. 
which is spelled B-E-E, not just letter B, uh, Mercury Monarch. Okay. So all the ah, the Monarch. I forgot about that. Hold on a second, though. Uh, the yeah. Eagle. I thought Eagle was the brand, not there the is car. A, there is a brand of the Eagle cars, but there's also the AMC had an Eagle in 1979. AMC uh, had all the crazy stuff. That screwed me up in my yeah. head. All right. Uh, no bobcat says the chat. Lucas Light says no bobcat. No, I don't see. I don't see a bobcat in this list. I don't know what the bobcat is. How did the chat room do? What did they? Let's see what they got here. They got a few here. Lynx Cobra. Um, oh, we said oh, the Cobra. cobra. No. I did forget about the Cobra. Did we say the Cobra? We did Barracuda. We did the cobra. Yeah, we did. Yeah, First... I don't see a Cobra on my list. Although I, I totally remember the Cobra. Cobra so totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I nonetheless, uh, notwithstanding, this goes out is, to uh, is Cobra part of the Mustang or is it what? Hmm, oh, I don't or is know. Is it standalone? I don't. Hmm. I don't think it's a Mustang oh, subsection, is it? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. It could be. It very well could be. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, this is for this is for you, Brian. That is to say, Dunaway, not Ibit. No. Uh, all right. Well, well a gremlin, and a gremlin is an animal. It's a little fictional uh, person. <laughs> a little fictional person. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would qualify that as an animal. So that that not being on the list, I would have totally accepted gremlin. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks to my my once my quarterly uh, mulligan. Uh, you're the winner, Josh. So congratulations. All you got to do is send me an email, scott at frogpants.com. I'll get this out to you ASAP. And congratulations on being a day one winner of a new prize package. Nice job. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. We'll see you later. All right. I like Josh. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. he stayed on the whole time. Yeah. That was a tough one. That was, was a long time. That was a long one. But I didn't think we were going to do that it good almost was, It almost was a very short one. Yeah. Then it yes, turned it into was. a very long one. <laughs> And the bad thing is, I had actually had in my in my head as well. I was thinking, oh yeah, the Beetle, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was that was that was made in the U.S. So I'm glad I'm glad Scott said it. Chat room says that Stingray Battle Royale I... was a uh, was a grower, not a shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chat room says Stingray. I already got Stingray. Uh, they're yeah, also Stingray saying was sad. Shelby Cobra is what somebody saying. Um, Shelby, Shelby was uh, wasn't that a UK thing. car manufacturer? Was it? I don't know. I thought Shelby was American. American. Um. Produced in the UK and the United States. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Shelby. Some of these people must be late. We've done all these names, guys. Yeah. Must the guys like Mustang? You didn't do Mustang? No, we did Mustang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally did Mustang. Oh, yes. Yeah, AC Cars Auto Carriers Ltd is a British uh, automobile manufacturer. The ones who did the uh, uh, the Shelby Cobra. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I would have gotten that oh. wrong. Oh, but there was a okay Ford Shelby Cobra concept. There was a Ford Shelby yeah. Cobra concept, but because uh, Shelby was I a don't know car designer, right? And so he had his hand on many things. Yeah, and he was a, he's, how that a, he's a Texan, according to Smithian. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe that counts. Maybe I mean, that maybe counts. a Texan, but he worked for a <laughs> UK car company, <laughs> according to the Wikipedia page that I randomly landed well, on. Well, all I know is I still, yeah. I still consider at least part of those Beatles to be American. Yeah. Oh, Here, here's the other thing that I didn't realize. Um, no one said Gremlin, and that's a shame. Yeah, because we should have no said, said no one said Pacer. What would that be like? Some kind of myth. Well, uh, Gremlin and Gremlin, I would have accepted, but under under a little bit of uh, question because uh, are they? I know that you know we have Phoenix, which is a fictional animal. We had mm -hmm. all these other fictional animals in there, but is is a Gremlin? When you don't think of like uh, like Gizmo and Stripe and all those, well, even them are they? Well, there animals, was there were are they, there were yeah, gremlins, gremlins there were gremlins before gremlin like gremlins right. an old yeah. freaking well, yeah 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 of course of course but it was repurposed 
is is an animal though, right? So I mean, during the eighties with the movie, so I, I don't know. I think it was animal. It's a folkloric. Yeah, I would like I said, I would have accepted, but I feel like that's a person. And then why I is there no like Ford vampire? That's what I would like to draw. Oh, they're vampire. you're saying they're humanoid is what you're saying. I'm I saying see. they're humanoid. I yeah. see. Yeah, you you know what? I think Brian's right. That one would have been edgy. That would have been edgy. That one I, I would have accepted under protest. Yeah. Because <laughs> gremlins in a traditional sense are way more like little short people that are just creepy and scary. Yeah, they're and like they're ears. like creatures right. on a on a on a wing of a airplane teasing William Shatner. <laughs> the Toyota right. Zombie and the Chevy Mogwai. Nice chat room. <laughs> Mogwai. <laughs> Mogwai. Uh, all right, done away. Well done. Free yogurt. <laughs> that was really fun. Uh, it was good to have you here. Don't forget, Brian Dunaway is at the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. You can follow him there. Check him out. Um, I, we were going to try to stream something yesterday, but I never could track you down. But I think you streamed something anyway, didn't you? What'd you end up doing? I did. I streamed Crackdown Three with my son Ethan, and I didn't see your message until about two hours too late. But no. we will do that. What was it Hive Jump? Or hive something Hive Jump. Yeah, I want to try that with you. I played yeah, it solo, it but I've never played it with another person, so I want to try that yep. out. Let's do it. Uh, it's Brian Dunaway, everyone. Suck it, and we'll talk to you later. Suck it. Bye. I love it. Matuba says Pinto. Yes, we said Pinto. <laughs> well, we totally did. Yeah, like some. I think some of these guys were in the shitter or something. They they missed the. You missed all of our answers, guys, in the chat. We did yeah. all these. We did all these names. Yeah, Somebody's like Impala. How could you not do Impala? Nobody did the Impala. Nobody's <laughs> gonna follow. We were yeah, all I'm getting all. Apparently, I've gotten all wonky too, camera wise. So I'm gonna go ahead and quit Discord in the background in case that's that's chewing up uh, bandwidth. But all of a sudden, you are 100 clear. Yeah. So it's, it's you uh, don't look terrible. You're just a little. You're just a little crunchy. You look okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. You sound perfect. Crunchy. Sounds the main thing. That's what I want. Good cool, sound. Cool. Sound right. beats everything. Everything else can f off. Sound matters. Sound is the important thing. Uh, all right, that's it for that. What now? Oh, I know this. Whoops, this. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive, sensational summary of world and local events. Let's do the news. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville. Doing a little bit of a shorter show today because I've got a long bike ride planned for preparation for the ride. Uh, but we will be celebrating the birthday of Jackie Wilson. Uh, Jackie Wilson, a great American uh, um, soul singer from the 60s and 70s, uh, would have turned 85. He passed away uh, several years back. I think in the 80s, Jackie Wilson passed away, but he would have been 85 uh, a few, a couple weeks ago and had some great music. Probably the biggest song that you know by Jackie Wilson is uh, Your Love is Lifting Me Higher Than I've Ever Been Lifted Before. Which I think is the song that got the Statue of Liberty dancing in Ghostbusters too, if I remember correctly. I think you're. I think that's correct. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great. I'm. Uh, yeah. Where? Why is my camera not on? Hold on a second, everybody. There you go. Okay. Uh, well, all right then. Check that out. Coverville today, one yeah, o'clock. Be there. Uh, here's your first story of the day. A man peed. A man peed. <laughs> a man peed. Today in the news, a man peed. <laughs> a man peed off a German bridge and injured four people on a passing boat. Injured them. Was the man German? Yes. He was a okay, German right, okay, man. Right, I'm just curious, curious of where <laughs> if the German bridge, the fact that it's a German bridge is relevant. <laughs> and his and his pee is officially German also. German urine. Yeah, Jur urine. It's called. Uh, How many people did it injure? Nine. <laughs> Nine. Four. 
Let's see. Uh, the uh, the incident happened at the low clearance Janowitz Bridge in Berlin. The tourist boat was passing underneath when a man started to relieve himself. The passengers hit their heads in the rush to avoid the splashback. Splashback? <laughs> well, splashback, sure. What does yeah. that mean? Like hits hits the surface and then up back at, at you. That's I think it. it's hitting the boat. And splashing, and they're like, ah, oh, jumping okay. to avoid getting splashed by the pee. Okay. Which, so the pee, the pee really is a an innocent bystander. More, mm-hmm. it's the the jumping up, hit the hit their heads on the low clearance bridge. Yeah, it would be hard for pee to actually injure anybody. I would think. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the Berlin uh, the Berlin Fire Brigade. Boy, I'm glad they got involved. Wow. Yeah. Tweeted as an excursion streamer passed under under the spree a bridge. It's, you know, it's a steamer, but I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it because he's a streamer. Uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says a person urinated from the ship from above. Several people jumped up and were wounded in the head as they passed through. Four people were taken to ambulance to hospital. Yabur! Nine! Uh, it wow. says it is not known if the offending passerby has been found. So still, oh, on, the, no. still wow. on the hunt so, there for that guy. Good luck. This man is at large. At, at <laughs> although, large. although it was cold outside, so he's clearly at medium. Maybe somewhere down in like another 44 ounce of something getting ready for his next pee job. <laughs> he's, he's buying another big gulp mm-hmm. from the 7-Eleven. 11 open 24 hours a day. <laughs> Get the Slurpee. <laughs> uh, let's see. 88 year old man on a walk. This is cute. Okay. This is a cute story. Uh, found a hockey puck he lost when he was just a boy. A wee lad. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, a I'm walk sure in the memory. <laughs> This is stellar, so <laughs> totally trust this. Uh, Brian seems skeptical. Let's see what happened here. Yeah, a little skeptical. <laughs> a walk in the woods has been, uh, or was taken by a Duluth man, um, uh, the, and he found this puck that he lost seven decades ago. Uh, not what I expected, says Ray Olvey. Uh, I was shell-shocked right there. The 88-year-old maker of diamond widow, uh, willow canes. What's that? Hmm. Diamond willow I'm canes? I'm guessing... I'm guessing it's a kind of tree called a diamond willow, and you make canes from it? Maybe. I guess I don't so. Know. I don't know either. Yeah. He was searching the woods near his home for the perfect branch, so that sounds right, and found oh. a piece of his past. Uh, Boy, diamond willow is, is uh, basically, like, made for canes when you look at this stuff. Like, pool cues and canes. Oh. It's a really cool looking like diamond patterns in the in the branches. Really cool looking actually. Never even heard of that. Yeah. That's, that's pretty Check awesome. Out diamond willow. Yeah, diamond willows are pretty, kinda cool. Uh it says here here's here's the quote. I seen that round thing in the mud there, and I thought it was a snuff can. Says Ray. Snuff can. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I picked it up and it was a puck. With my initials on it. So he says it has his initials. My on initials it. are NHL. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be mine. There's no convincing Brian on this story. There's no way you're gonna have a turnaround. Uh, it says here uh, the RU. So it's, that's the initials RU for gotcha. Ray Olvey. Okay. Have been ja- uh, jackknife carved uh, with a left-handed cut on both sides of the puck. By a young left-handed teenager. That's how I made my U. 
all those years in school even. I was flabbergasted. With two vertical lines connected <laughs> by a rounded bottom. <laughs> it must be mine. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, all right. So you keep going. No, this is really funny. <laughs> uh, he said, "Sorry, um, I was flabbergasted. I could. Uh, how could something that be that be sitting right here? And I walked up and just stepped on on after seventy odd years. It's unbelievable." He says, uh, "Ray couldn't wait to get home to show his puck to his wife Sonia. I couldn't share it with all my buddies because they're dead." He says. <laughs> Uh, Sonia says, I must have went to 10 houses so excited about this puck carrying it with me in a napkin so I wouldn't do any damage. I mean, it's kind of cute, even if it's not oh, his. It's, it's super cute. sweet. It's a super sweet story. It just, uh, I mean, you know, hey, it probably, it probably is true, right? I mean, I, I mean, he, he, he may have found the puck. He's whether lived it's in his. Duluth his entire life. Mm -hmm. Sure. And making canes. Some kid, pay, you know, it'd be one of those things where uh, you get an anthology series where each episode follows what happens to that puck when another person gets their hands on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this this little kid who finds it and takes it to the uh, local ice rink and learns how to become a great hockey player and becomes Claude Lemieux or something like that. And then uh, then he loses the puck and this woman finds it. And she puts it under a, uh, a, a table leg that is a little bit shorter than the other ones and her stuff doesn't fall off and and she finds uh, uh i don't know <laughs> you know, Just coming. Uh, this is why this this show will never work yeah no, I, it, it would be the pilot would be rejected by the network i get it totally yeah exactly well yeah. good luck to him and all of his hockey puck finding adventures uh <laughs> our final story today that i will read is about a veterinarian finding 19 baby pacifiers in a bulldog's stomach Oh, but what happened to the babies? Yeah, where are the babies? <laughs> We're missing 19 babies as Show well. Show us the babies. <laughs> uh, lose your baby's binky recently? Well, you may want to check your family pooch. I could see Boomer doing this, eating Van's, uh, eating his thing. He yeah. turned 21 oh, sure. weeks old today, by the way. 21 weeks today. I saw the photo. Super cute. Yeah. He's now legal milk drinking age. He is. He can drink all the milk he wants and not. He may get ID'd, but it's legal. Sure. Uh, a Boston Bulldog scarfed down 19 of these pacifiers, swiping them from his owner's children over the course of several months. But thankfully, he was able to live to fetch another day. I don't know. Bulldogs barely can move. Their hips are so jacked up, but whatever. Yeah. They're not fetching a lot of things. Anyway, veterinarians at the Bean Towns Angel Animal Medical Center successfully removed the rubbery items. The rubbery items. Rubbery items. I like the way that sounds. It's fun to say. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, they got him in the, the dog in April, and they've done that since. It's hard to imagine any dog could swallow 19 pacifiers, but Mortimer managed to do it. His name is Mortimer. That's awesome. Mortimer is a cute name for a dog. Yep. Morty, he'd say. Telling him, Mort, get it, Mort! <laughs> Quit eating the pacifiers. Mort. Uh, uh, Morty, I, you're going to have to stop eating those pacifiers, Morty. Uh. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Rick. These are pretty good. Here's, here's the funny thing like who's got 19 pacifiers that's the part of the story that i'm a little bugged by because well, they kept replacing them right like oh we've lost another pacifier okay well i'll go to the store and get another pacifier guess and so. then that one disappeared and yeah i guess so over time right yeah that would make it the sense uh, -huh. uh let's see he's three years old <laughs> 
Oh, he had all kinds of vomiting and nausea. How do they know he had nausea? Ooh. Hey, Mortimer, how you feeling? <laughs> just that look. Just that look in Mortimer's eyes. Oh, he looks nauseous. I'm a little nauseous. A little green in the gills. <laughs> I don't feel very well. <laughs> uh, let's see. Shannon, this is his owner, or Shanahan, sorry, rushed him back to Angel because he wasn't getting better and did everything uh, that a wonderful, responsible pet parent would do, said the hospital. Dr. Doug Brum. Doug Brum. Doug Brum. Brum. B-R-U-M. One of the vets at Angel told WBZ News Radio that Mortimer was probably feasting on the binkies for quite some time. You think? It wasn't just one Binky shot? Feaster. It wasn't like there was a giant bowl Binky. of 19 and he went... Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> That's right. What happened to our ginormous bowl, our bucket of binkies? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. What if they had just 19 kids? You know, I, this is a true story. My brother... Or, sorry, my sister's husband, so brother-in-law... Comes from a family of 19 kids. They don't have 19 kids now. Wow. They have four, but they had wow. 19 children. Now, a bunch of them were adopted, but okay. a fair number were natural births and some were uh, fostered in and then kept after the okay. foster process and all that. But in the end, 19 freaking kids. So that's that's one pacifier per kid. Right no, there is what kidding. you got. Yeah. And I swear they lived on, they were so poor when they did this. When they had 19 kids, they had no money, no nothing. It was like they had to, you know, it was like a dinner. Thanksgiving dinner was like hot dog water warmed on the fire. Oh, like, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yes. It was bad. <laughs> I had some uh, chicken broth. <laughs> yeah. The chat room even asked uh, Amish Overlord says, how do people afford that? They did not afford that. It was a, it was too much. And they all know it now. But at the time, it seemed like the right thing to do, I guess. Anyway, oh. moving on. Uh, we're gonna take a break. I'll save this office thing for tomorrow. The office is leaving Netflix. Okay. Is the is the upshot? So yeah, get ready for that because NBC Universal. Or the downshot. But I get what you did. That was good. The downshot. Uh, thank, thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Thank Brian, you much. I don't even know if we can go on, but I guess we have to. Let's uh, play a song and then we'll come back with Tom and Nicole. What do you have? I have got a performer na uh, named Gizmo, or performs under the name Gizmo, uh, from Boucherville. Canada, B-O-U-C-H-E-R-V-I-L-L-E. -L -L -E. I don't know how that's pronounced, but anyway, he is an EDM artist. Uh, he's been playing keyboards with live bands for the past 20 years, and he just basically said, I want to release my own music. Uh, this is good stuff. It is the brand new single from Gizmo. The O is a zero if you're searching online. Uh, look on Facebook.com slash Gizmo Music if you want to check out more. Here is the song, Move On. All right. We'll be right back in a minute. Stay tuned. Let's move on. 
Greetings, fair listeners. It's me, Scott Johnson, to take a moment to talk to you about the days when you were always ready to go. Yeah, that's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's like the color blue, blue, B-L-U-E, you know, blue, and then chew.com. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. I'm saying those both wrong, right? Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And because they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as some sort of pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is a prescribed online product and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They are uh, made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew appears, or excuse me, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue, like the color blue, BlueChew.com and the promo code TMS. Try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them. is talking on the phone getting out of hand look out you need phone relief the ultimate enhanced free phone design watch simply attach the special bubble back fastener to any phone then attach the phone relief headset it's that easy are you all right yeah my mouth tastes like dirt though whoops that didn't work hold on those bastards are turning back this is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I kept it on Brian's hey. face that whole time. <laughs> oh, did you really? Hi, yeah. everybody. Normally, I do like a little middle of the show, like yeah, a little, uh, title uh, card or something. Yeah, yeah, like a title card yeah. or whatever. Instead, it was oh, your face okay. the whole time going, just kind of rocking. That's fine. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be, I'll be there. Just give me warning next time so I can, you know, do a face or a, a, uh, a special dance or yeah, something. That's freaking funny. Um, all right. I've sent a link to our pal, Tom Merritt. He should be joining us momentarily. Although I don't see him yet. Whole new world. It's a whole, a new, whole world. new world. It's the circle of life where Tom comes in <laughs> using it's a, a link. Matata. Yeah, it's, it is like it's that. It's me quoting songs from the movies I have in the movie draft. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wait. You have <laughs> like that'll help. You have? Did you? You also have Aladdin? I thought you. I don't know who. Yeah, no, I have Aladdin, Lion, Lion, Lion King. King. Uh, I have Aladdin, Lion King, John Wick, and some other piece of crap called Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I'm familiar with that yeah. piece of crap. Uh, so hold on a second. Do you? How do you feel about Aladdin's performance this this time around? Feel great about Aladdin's performance. Uh, I'd feel even better if Dark Phoenix had just met expectations. Mm. Uh, but Aladdin exceeding expectations for me is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, if Lion does. King could exceed them even more, so uh, I'd feel like I have a lock on second place. Well, early uh, ticket sales seem solid. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it. As many people on Twitter pointed out, like there's a lot of caveats. Like biggest advanced sales among Disney products aimed at children, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it's good. It's good. And and I could see Lion King breaking 400 million. I think it could. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah, saying it totally will, but I think it could. It could. Yeah. Could. could could is better than won't. And um, right. 
look, we're we're happy to be your hat in this competition. We're happy for you to. <laughs> I could think of no better hat as long as it's not Amtrucker again. Oh yeah, we right. Yeah. Not that I have any ill will. Amtrucker is a fantastic friend yeah. and tenant. Uh, but uh, yeah. Well, and no way is it uh, Chapter Two going to make three hundred million. Mm -hmm. Sorry, but it's that's true. No, but Toy Story well, Four but... looks like it could it could float them up. Oh right, that's right. I forgot yeah. the Toy Story yeah. Four. Yeah, that's yeah. going to do real well. Um, hold on a second though. He's in your uh, he's in your property in uh, in uh, Oakland. Yeah. Oh, he's okay. I didn't base. know that. So he uh, hmm, interesting. I'm not going to call that a conflict of interest. <laughs> He's saying I could evict him if he doesn't win. Yeah, you, <laughs> totally you could. Or you could put I a little pressure on him. You could say, if hey. For no other reason because of his children. My God. Yeah, it's like, hey, Trucker, sorry, but we have an 80% hike in rent this month. I don't know what yeah, happened. Right. I could I could index his rent to uh, the amount of money <laughs> Toy Story 4 makes. There you go. I love yeah. that idea. Um, all right. Well, it's good to have Tom here, of course. We do technology discussions on our Wednesday edition of the show. Tom comes in, talks about what's going on in the world of tech, all ahead of his daily tech news show today at 2.30. So, Tom, what's going on today? Well, you know, I do have a, a few tech stories that I could talk about, uh, but I thought because I got a chance to go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at the Disneyland Park on Sunday, uh, I might share a few insights about how that all works with y'all. Yeah. If, if you're yeah, interested, your if you're phone not, out. that's fine. I am very interested no. in this. Yeah. Saw you and Eileen sitting at the uh, the chess table, and oh, this yeah. is so cool. Table, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now I know it's called a jar right. table because I saw it jark. on sale in the gift shop in the uh, merch shop. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, so how did so tell us about it? How did it go? Yeah, uh, it, it's a little bit different now. We were the last day of reservations, uh, mm -hmm. and the way we hacked that was to get book at the hotel because the reservations were all sold out. But if you booked at the hotel, you still got one. Uh, and it was a little crazy going in because we were the first group of the day. So people were a little crazy because they knew if they got in line first, they would definitely get into the thing they wanted. Mm. Uh, and that's that's the big thing to know is there are long lines for the light build a lightsaber, which you have to pay $200 for the privilege of standing oh. in line for two hours to do. But you do get uh, a lightsaber. But you do get a working lightsaber. You get to pick your own kyber crystal, all that. Uh, yeah. There's the droid maker, which is also a really long line. It's $99 to build your own droid. And it's, you know, it's a biggish droid. It's not full size, but it's big. Uh, and then the cantina, uh, where you stand in line for the privilege of going in and spending a lot of money on drinks, but you get to keep souvenir <laughs> cups if you want. Are you sure. surprised that the a building a droid is less, um, less money? Than a building a lightsaber? Yeah, that seems crazy to me. Well, it's based on demand. Uh, uh, you know, I guess twice as much demand for people to build their own lightsaber over a droid makes sense because there have been other chances to build droids, you know, out there or at least have a droid that you could wander around with, etc. I think building a lightsaber is just kind of a magical appeal to people, right? That right. experience feels like, oh, I'm just like Ahsoka Tano in Clone Wars. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. I, I, you look like you were kind of in like, uh, I don't know, nerd heaven in those shots and those pictures oh man it's it's so immersive i can't even i can't even explain just how you i didn't even realize how immersive i i was feeling if that's even a sentence sure. uh, until i left mm -hmm. uh we we finally got to the end of our time walked out of galaxy's edge and i had that feeling of like oh my gosh back to reality like i feel like i'm you know a little cognitive dissonance and the weird thing is to be like i'm back to reality i'm surrounded by dumbo rides and teacups and you know <laughs> That's that's just that's just more normal 
the to the world. Uh, when you're on Batu, everything is in character, including the people. Uh, when you when when we bought soda, I went up and bought a diet coke. The you know as you know the bottles have the the Star Wars oh, script on them. Yeah, the font. Uh, right, they, right. They yeah. give you your amounts like that's two point three five credits. Uh, they don't say two dollars and thirty five cents or anything. Uh, I paid with my iPhone, and they said, "Oh, just tap your data pad there." Um, everything is constantly in character. We went up the Rise of the Resistance ride isn't open yet, so we went up to where the entrance is going to be for it, and there was a person standing there, kind of keeping watch, make sure people didn't jump the fence or whatever. And we asked him, like, you know, what's back there? Uh, and she said, "Well, I hear there's resistance activity back there, so it's a little <laughs> dangerous. In uh... fact, there have been explosions." And all kinds of weird sounds, uh, so it's a little dangerous to go back there. Right? Mm. Wow, they're really going all in on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the best thing was the Smuggler's Run, though. And if, and if we want to bring it back to Tom's tech time, uh, the Smuggler's Run is where you get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Uh, they're using some NVIDIA Quadro cards, big 4K monitors, so that you're sitting in the cockpit. And you really, I mean, other than the fact that it's, obvious not even obviously but it's the kind of computer generated uh world that you would see in a movie mm -hmm. uh flying around you you're flying the millennium falcon mm. uh and it's six people two people are engineers so they just have to click on things when they light up to fix stuff there's two people who are gunners uh so they have to choose up middle or down unless they choose manual then mm. then it gets harder and then it's just button mashing mm -hmm. uh, but the pilots have the hard job you either fly left and right or up and down, mm. and the person who flies up and down gets to pull the hyperspace. Oh, oh that's the job you want. Yeah. yeah. No, I got to fly right pilot uh, one time. Uh, it was yeah, super fun. That's freaking fantastic. And, and you're you are playing a video game. Mm. You you are flying the Millennium Falcon. So you get a score at the end that you can compare to your previous runs if you mm. do it more than one mm. time. And uh, Hondo is borrowing the Millennium Falcon from Chewbacca. You see that as you're walking in, you you go into a holding bay where Hondo hires you, and then he gets on the on the screen with Chewie and says, "Hey, can we borrow the Millennium Falcon? It'll be good for you. You'll get your resistance stuff delivered, etc." Uh, and so you're borrowing it, and at the end, Hondo evaluates how much damage you did to the Falcon. Oh wow! So this is not on rails is the main point. Like this is no, definitely not. Yeah. yeah, you'll have a different. Cool. We had we wrote it three times and you have a different experience every time. That's pretty cool because usually those things are you know when they put you in a box like that like Star Tours, it's a yeah. predetermined thing and that's fine. You know right. on rails yeah. is okay, but mm -hmm. but you guys having like freedom of movement in that world as pilots. Is I mean, really it is cool. like a video game on rails where you're flying one mission. It's the same mission every time, right? Uh, but how that mission turns out is not the same. It's not like Star Tours where you're just sitting watching things happening around you. What you do affects what's happening in the game. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, we've had our first frog pants taste. I think you're the first of all the frog pantiers to go. At uh, least the, the producers because uh, oh, yeah, uh, Gary lots of from fans have gone, Lot sure. B uh, has gone, of course. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah, we, uh, yeah. Uh, we also walked away with a uh, Ewok tiki mug. <laughs> nice and uh, a set of Rathtar teeth, which are apparently uh, uh, out of stock now. Oh, that, oh, wow! That was the beer item. flight at the cantina. You get you get four small samples of beer served in Rathtar teeth. Wow, wow! Well, you never know what you're going to get when you go to yeah that place. But they're clean. Jeez. Well, you know what they do. This is super unsanitary part with this stuff. 
Uh, when you're done with your drinks, yeah. they swap it out and give you a box, unopened box. Oh, version. unclean ones. Oh, that's even better. That's great. All yeah, right. That's pretty cool. good. I can't remember what a Rathar is. Look, oh. That's the thing in Force Awakens that Han is carrying around. Uh, he's hauling Rathars. Remember? Right. And the one that it, everybody throughout the ship. Yeah. Big tentacle monster with a big yeah, teeth yeah. mouth. Okay. There we go. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, oh, don't, cool. you don't want that in your grilled cheese sandwich. I can tell you that. Uh, no, you don't. Today, today, not too far from now, 2.30 p.m. Mountain Time is the exact time. We will be meeting again uh, all around the fire that is known as the Daily, Daily Tech News Show. Now, it's a fantastic show if you haven't already been watching it. What makes it even better today is that I get to be on on Wednesdays. It's a huge privilege for me, and I love doing it. And we're going to talk about tech. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Tom, is there anything else we should mention before you go and before we prepare more for that great moment? Man, I've been having so much fun uh, with my writing Patreon lately. It's it's patreon.com slash acedetect. And I've been releasing once a week a leaked file uh, from a confidential intelligence agency's binder about their investigations into a secret country that no one knew existed that affects world events. In fact, you might even say it runs the world. It's called Vera. And if it uh, sounds intriguing to you, there's a couple of free samples on the Patreon that you don't even have to back uh, to get uh, or or back at at any level. And, and, and you get access to the to the weekly drop of the classified information. Uh, you can go straight to the Patreon or just sign up for the newsletter to be reminded at freetomnewsletter.com. Very nice. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Just stay safe. We'll see you next time. Ooh, do you hear that cool blue, sound? Blue. It makes I it did hear that. That's cool. Makes a little... Blue. Blue. All right. Well, now I know what a Raktar or whatever it is. What is it? Rathtar? What is it? Rathtar. Rathtar. Rathtar? Rathtar. Yeah. Rathtar. Yeah, Rathtar. There it is. <laughs> it wasn't sounding right for some reason. That thing's pretty cool, but you don't want to find that in your grilled cheese. All right, let's move on, Brian. <laughs> uh, uh, recommendal time. Yay! Uh, shit. I haven't told her yet. Hold on. I got to set her... <laughs> I just realized I don't have her handy in the thing. Okay, here we go. Nicole Spag. All right, I'm sending her this link. She's going to click on... Oh, no, that's the wrong link. <laughs> Shit. I just sent her a Rathtar. She's going to oh love that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this Dude. is going great. This is just what we want. Let me try that again. Okay, paste. All right. She should be joining us shortly, and we will have ourselves a great time with Nicole Spagnolo right here uh -huh. on the morning stream. Can't wait. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, by the way, I did some check-in chat room. The noise, uh, the, the the amplification you're hearing of sound uh, occasionally is not on my end. That appears to be happening on Twitch, and I don't know why. So we'll find out more in a moment. But before that, let me play this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Nicole Spagnolo to the show. Hello, Nicole. How are you? Can you hear me? Yeah, we totally can. Can't, we can hear you yeah. totally. Yeah. For some reason, though, you're there. You are. Hi. 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 Oh, it's so Hi. nice to see you. You have a green screen behind you. I do. Well, only you can see it. The chat room sees like an actual background, but a screen cap of this and put weird stuff. So your volume's a little low. <laughs> can you crank? Can you crank your output up just a tiny bit? I, I can get closer to the mic. Oh, that's even better. Oh, wow. That's all talking. it was. Well, it's nice to have you here. Uh, we do recommendals on Wednesdays where Nicole comes on the show and we talk about uh, stuff we watched on streaming services and why we think they're good and why you should watch them. And today's no mm -hmm. different. So let's get started. Brian, we start with you, as is the grand yes. tradition. Uh, do you have a setup for your clip at all? 
this is something uh, relatively new. Well, I would say brand new on Netflix. And if ever there was a chance that I was going to overlap with Nicole, I feel like today might be the day. Mm. So let's go ahead and get to it. It's... I don't think you did. We'll you, okay, good. You don't think so? All right. All right. We'll do our best. Here we go. Recommendal from Brian. Clipping coming. Here you go. What did it mean to you to have your first scene on camera be with this guy? It was really, it was, it was really scary. Look at me first. when you talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. No, it was, it was, uh, it was funny. The, the, the lines I learned from my audition were different on the day. Yeah. And I remember you saying that you wanted to change it back to what we did at the audition. So all of a sudden I was like, oh, I need to. I, that would be the first time I'd ever said anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why Tom was so great in that audition with Robert, because he was keeping up with him. Yeah. Off, off book. Yeah. Just some very funny, very well, funny. Well, I was having a slow day too. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, so Nicole, was this yours? Yes, this was going to be mine as well. This is the, <laughs> this is the chef show. And exactly. it's the only cooking show that actually inspired me to cook after I watched it. Like, I was so really? inspired by, I, I, I blasted through, like, all of the episodes. Did it, you really? Wow. Okay, I'm only two in, or two and a half in. I'm done. I'm done with it. It gets so good. Um, wow. I. Which- I which thing did you make? Did you make those uh, no, the Scarlet's pasta? Oh no, I didn't make anything they made. I made. Oh, I, I just was baking. I was you like, were just inspired to cook. Okay, cool. There's something about that show that makes me look at food and ingredients so differently than any other show I've ever watched about cooking. I'm yeah. like I got an inside look into a person that's truly passionate about cooking. Yeah, so. Sure um yeah so it's called the chef show mm -hmm. uh it did just premiere at the beginning of the month on on netflix it's john favreau and uh roy Choi, uh john favreau who did the, the movie chef and and they were both involved in that as kind of the inspiration and uh um or or roy Choi was kind of like a consultant on the film but it's um, very, his, his story is very similar to the story that was put totally out in the movie yeah get little insight into that um as you're watching this because it's kind of it's like a little documentary i mean john totally Carter, is, yeah. only did it because he just wanted to hang out with the chef more <laughs> <laughs> right oh. right and they hang out with other people they hang out with gwyneth paltrow and you heard in that clip uh, robert downey jr and uh, tom holland as well as the russo brothers um the other one i watched was the remembering jonathan gold the food mm -hmm. critic which was great because you got this amazing uh, beignet recipe. Oh, no, the beignets were a different episode. They you do this beignets three times, by the way. Do they really? Yes. They do uh, pad thai and uh, green curry that that make me want to make some green curry and pad thai. Yeah. That looked, oh, that looks so good. Mm. It's spicy as hell. Uh, it's interesting because, uh, of course, Favreau directing Iron Man and, you know, he's he's buddies right. with all these people, obviously. Yeah. So right. nice, nice get to have Favreau in there, I guess, getting every, getting all For his sure. pals together. Because I'm, I'm guessing it's not like Robert Downey Jr. needs to go on some cooking show. So it's a nice no, connection. No. Well, and there, he's not really on a cooking show. That clip, they're actually sitting around uh, at a restaurant and, and talking and and the the chef that runs the restaurant is bringing them just amazing food and um, course after course after yeah. course of seafood and you, and you and, get yeah. kind of some insight into how chefs compete with one another mm. and i always yeah. i thought it was so fascinating to hear how they're just trying to like 
one up each other. Right. I'm going to really knock your socks off with this meal. Oh, and you're, are you done? Are you full? Oh, you pansy? Are you, yeah, you can't eat any more tough guy. Yeah, exactly. And then later on, um, the last two episodes are with, um, Franklin barbecue. Uh, and he, he's, Oh, wait, is this guy's real name? Franklin before, like it was the guy that you had brought YouTube clips of, right? Nicole. No, that was that was Stephen Reichlin, but he's in the same world. Okay. So okay. wait, is his real? I got. I need clarification. His real last name is Barbecue, like legally. No, no, no. That's his show. I I don't know what his. I, Aaron his, Franklin. Aaron Franklin is oh, okay. the name of the guy. All yeah. right. Good. He has Franklin Barbecue. Right. He has a show on PBS. It's <laughs> uh, a really insanely popular barbecue yeah. restaurant. He just came out with like a master's class teaching barbecue online. Um, so they they spend two days with him or two shows with him um, and really get into talking about barbecue and all that. So hmm. I thought that was very interesting. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, look at you guys with your joint recommendal. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, have I do have a backup. Oh, you do have a backup. All right. Good. 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 <laughs> all right. So, Brian, you would hide it. It sounds like something my wife would love. I need totally. Just... And you'd love it, too. Oh, I mean, because yeah. it's not just here's how you make this and blah, blah, blah. The, the interaction between. John Favreau and Roy Choi is so heartwarming and you just want to hang out with these two guys because they're having such a good time. And, and John is learning and Roy is like patient, but kind of is like, all right, yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. Okay. Let's put that in the oven and, mm. and stuff like that. So you learn some great techniques as well as the, the meals that they prepare, but it's really, really good. And this is and ne the, the Netflix, really is it? Or where is it? Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Netflix. I think six half hour shows or eight half hour shows. All okay. right. I would definitely recommend, re-recommend watching the movie Chef. Yeah. They go yeah. perfect together. Didn't, um, he, didn't he, um, no, that wasn't Favreau. I was thinking he directed it, but no. no he did. Oh, yeah, that Favreau was okay. directed and starred in it. Yeah. He wrote it and directed it. That's and right. It. That was like a little pet project of his or whatever. He's clearly yeah. really into eating. You can tell. And the <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Um, and he, uh, one of the meals, or actually the, the pasta that they make that's really beautifully showcased in the movie Chef, they show you how to make that, and it looks so freaking easy. It's like, oh, okay, slice the garlic really thin. You cook up the garlic, then you throw the parsley in there, which has also been chopped up really well, and then cook the pasta for 10 minutes and mm. save some of the water and put that in there as well. And, oh, it just looks so good. Yeah. And it does feel like you're just hanging out with them. I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed There's actually some really cool animation that I think you would enjoy. For <laughs> mm. each yeah. You got the food truck, and it's all like claymation style. And then they show what they're gonna make, and then like hit the truck hits a bump, and it all flies apart and it deconstructs. Mm. It's really it's individual ingredients. Yeah. yeah, freeze frames for a second. It lists everything that's in there, and then like comes back together. And I'd be into yeah, it. That's really good. All right, yeah. I'm gonna it's we're gonna make it a point to watch that. It sounds great. Well, and I liked it too because it wasn't the kids were around. I put it on, and I kind of did my thing and popped in popped so you don't necessarily have to be like glued to the tv while you're watching it good on the side kind of show she's, she's watching some other show on netflix right now that's like cooking show incredibly shot like really really beautifully shot every shot in it is fancy and it's also kind of documentary style about the people who are cooking so yeah. somebody fled that, mexico um, or guatemala the chef's table or something like that maybe but it's it's this I, can't, I don't know the name of it is, but it's always like, hey, this lady fled Guatemala when she was 13 and almost died. But now look at her. She's the most famous chef in all of New York because she makes this amazing a, whatever. 
there was a series that we started watching on there that I want to go back to. And the, the first episode was a guy in Italy who's got just this amazing restaurant that again, yeah, he, you know, same kind of thing where it's a focus on his story of coming up from nothing and took his, his family recipes and made this, uh, made this incredible restaurant in Italy. And some Netflix series, I can't remember the name. It of might it. be Chef's oh, Table. Chef you Table. might be right about that. Yeah. That might be the name. Oh. I'm not sure. Ooh, I heard, that was a good sound, whoever that was. That was, oh, that was Nicole. Um, all right. I'm going to play a clip, and you guys can try to decide what you think this is. Oh, there's Nicole again with her blip. Sorry, I'll stop. I didn't know. I don't know why I put it like that. <laughs> I'm going to call it uh, Mark's fault. Just yell Mark, and <laughs> it's fine. All right. Here it is. This is mine. See if you can figure it out. Brian actually already knows because we, we both saw this, and uh, I had a little toss-up as to who was going to do it. But uh, anyway, here it is. Imagine a doctor has five patients, all in need of different organ transplants, but no compatible organs are available. One day, a sixth patient enters a doctor's office with a life-threatening condition. The new patient is curable, but also an organ match for the five other patients. If the doctor simply delays treatment, the new patient will die, but their organs could be used to save the other five patients. If the doctor treats the new patient, one life will be saved, but five others will be lost. What is the doctor's best course of action? Daughter? Course of action? Did you do your reading? Some. We can select a different text. However, your birthday is rapidly approaching and it would be a shame if your scores failed to meet the projections from last year's examination. All right. I am mother. Yes. That's the movie. I haven't seen it, but I've watched the trailer and I'm like, Oh my Lord. <laughs> you know, Nicole, you really are. You're like Fuck. going to a, you're like going to a Disney, you're a Disneyland style event every time we have you on the phone. Don't be embarrassed. It's fine. It's totally fine. My phone pipes through my computer because I never have my phone. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I, I get it. I'm with you. Uh, don't worry. So, uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, I am mother is great. Yeah. I really liked it a lot. Uh, directed by Grant Sputor. Um, I think is his name. I don't actually know for sure, but he's done a bunch of other stuff. Um, and this is like his first big deal. A lot of people are saying, Ooh, he's, this is good. He could be something special. Uh, this is a direct to Netflix uh, production and, stars uh luke hawker if you're like who the hell's that i don't don't remember seeing any dudes in this movie well you'd be correct he's the robot he's in the suit um and the suit is done so well that you think you're probably looking at cgi but it's a guy in there it's Um, amazing yeah Yeah. he's awesome his 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 performance what, what do you call that um it's like what doug jones does uh i don't know what you call it um yeah not mocap because he's actually in the suit um there's a word for this, right? Isn't there really? I Robot suit wearing person. Ro- <laughs> suit wearing guy. Um, <laughs> so it says acting. Acting. <laughs> There's another word for it, though. Body performer or something like that. Anyway, it's that kind of thing. And he's amazing because that robot moves like a freaking uh, super high tech piece of machinery. And I yeah. never, I never once went, oh, there's a dude in there. Like, it just doesn't yeah. feel like that. Yeah. Um, Scary movie? The voice? Uh, a little. It's got, it's, yeah. it's, I wouldn't say scary in a gory, oh my gosh, we're all going to die kind of way. It's more of a, there's, okay, and Brian, you can confirm this. There's scenes where Mother, the robot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is hucking down the hallway. 
just mm-hmm. running as fast as it can to get to where the girl is. And the sight of that running and the sound of those foots, footfalls is yeah. its own kind of scary. It's a thriller. Yeah, it, that is freaky. Uh, yeah. Um, and really well done. And the just her voice, especially when, you know, Mother, the, the, the robot, is doing some um, kind of questionable things or or actually grilling daughter mm-hmm. uh that the the voice and that's it's funny because it's rose Byrne, but before i had to before i looked it up to find out it was rose Byrne, i thought could have sworn it was yvonne strahovski or strahovski from uh handmaid's tale oh yeah it she's sounded very a lot similar like her. yeah yeah she by the um, way she she deserves more credit for handmaid's tale than she's she getting such a oh yeah she totally unbelievable does. anyway uh yeah she's great and rose Byrne is perfect for this yeah. Uh, I like Rose Byrne anyway, but I who knew that she'd be the perfect voice for this sort of conflicting uh-huh. character of this robot. And it's not as simple as people think. It's not just a robot goes crazy and all the humans have to figure out a, a sop. It's not that. It's deeper than that. It's more philosophical than that. It's mm-hmm. uh, a smart movie that makes you think about things. And and I think the girl played by uh, the daughter played by Clara Ruggard is her, is her name or Ruggard. She's awesome. Really good. Mention Hillary uh-huh. Swank. She's in this too. Yeah, Hillary Swank's also in it, yeah. although not a ton, but she's in it. And there's a reason, by the way, if you look at that trailer or the poster, and those two look a lot alike. Mm. I won't spoil anything, but there's okay. reasons. That sounds spoilery, but it's not. You'll find out on your own. You'll go, oh, okay, that's why they look alike. Um, but they are they're all very good in it. Um, but the girl in particular, Rose Byrne is the voice, and this body acting by Luke Hawker is insane. I found it fascinating, riveting, lots of great questions being asked about the future. What is man's relationship to machines uh, and to itself? Did she answer that question about the five people saving the five people? No, she doesn't. (laughs) No, boy, that's that's the quiz question in the bucket. But uh, but it's the perfect question for mother to ask, because as you learn more throughout the movie about what her deal is, you realize that the whole movie's based on one of those kinds of questions and it's Mm -hmm. really great. Um, I'm all for this as well. Like just more cool sci-fi showing up on streaming services. Uh, Theaters are great, but let's just have more genre fiction. This is awesome. I can't wait to see what this director does next. And I cannot recommend it enough. Um, Is it perfect? No, but it is such a great, little it feels gem. like it like it uh, may could have started out as a black mirror episode and just said no we could we could make this as a whole whole film that's a know? great comparison i'd not heard that before but you're right it's like a really good two-hour black mirror episode a, mm-hmm. a piece of wombat in the chat room says it kind of scary in the way get out was scary i can ha- i watched get out oh yeah I can yeah that then. oh the, you'll totally handle this yeah. like it's just more of a it's more like concepts are being experimented with and then the tone and visuals match and it's unsettling at times but i wouldn't call it scary scary Mm -hmm. you know it's just man that robot can go from this like a wonderfully nurturing uh you know artificial intelligence to the most scary freaking oh my gosh do not set that thing off because it'll kill us all like it's just got a great vibe that way and now and there's a lot of world building it kind of happens toward the end of the movie that i'm really curious about and I would say this, if you're a reader who has read the uh, Noah Hawley, is it Noah Hawley? Noah, whatever his name is. Anyway, the guy that wrote the the um, the the Wool books, W-O-O-L. 
Uh, it was mm. a short story, and then he added on with some some sequels to it. Amazing read, by the way. First of all, I should read that. But this has a lot of that in it. This is very if much the like guy, that. Then he's the guy who also does Legion on uh, FX. The, no, different the... guy. It's not Noah Hawley. Okay. It's, uh... Oh, Hugh Howie? Hugh Howley. Hugh Howell. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Howley. I mean, I, I, was in the, uh, I was in the neighborhood there on the name. but yeah, uh, close enough. Yeah, fantastic book. And this is, I feel like this even maybe lifts some concepts from it. Maybe not, but it's uh, it's really well done. So go check it out. It is I Am Mother 2019, available now on Netflix and absolutely worth your time. All right, Nicole, what is your backup plan for today? Uh, so I do have, I actually have two backups, but I'm going to do the first one. Okay. Um, I wanted to thank you, Brian, for mm-hmm. reminding me to go back and watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Mm. I bought yeah. I went ahead and bought it because I don't. I don't want to mess around with commercials and all that. So I didn't have it. <laughs> and it, I finished it. It was so wonderful. I loved it so much. Um, it's not streaming anywhere. You just, you know, buy it because it's, it's wonderful. So yeah. I just, well, it's it. streaming on their app, but you have to pay for the app. So, yeah. So I finished that. I, that's not going to be my recommendal. Uh, but this one, Scott, I'm going to give you the clip. because okay. I don't know what my sound's going to be like. So here you go. All right. It's on Netflix. All right. Here we go. I'm playing it. It's uh, showing a green. Per- Matthew, the summer's over. I want to hear your plan. I guess my plan is to keep working at Suncoast Video until I figure out what I want to do with my life. We just think you have such potential. You could be an astronaut. Oh, problem solved. I'll just be an astronaut. <laughs> you are not going to believe who was just in here. Tori Frederick-ing. Don't I know you? It's me, Tori. Matt Franklin. Where do you work? I'm at Goldman Sachs. So, are you going to Kyle Masterson's party tonight? Uh... Amazing! You're gonna trick her into liking you, and then you're gonna be like, it's me! (laughs) Okay, I really want to see whatever this is. What is this? (laughs) Sounds like, is that Topher Grace? It was Topher Grace. That was Anna Faris, who is a brunette in this movie, and it's so weird to see her as a brunette. Yeah. Uh, I also... So this came out in 2011. I th- I'm pretty sure I watched it when it came out. It's streaming on Netflix. And so I was curious to see how it held up because it those period movies, it everything takes place in the 80s, obviously. <laughs> Sunco's video, lots and lots of 80s references. Um, and so I, I decided to wa- rewatch it one night. And I I really enjoy it. I love uh, Dan Folger. Folger. He's he's in the Goldbergs. He's been in a lot of stuff. Do you know you know okay. him? Oh yeah, uh, I'm looking oh, at him Dan now. Fogel. Fogel. Dan Fogel. Yeah, yeah, kind of a, a, a kind of a rotund looking dude. He's in fanboys. Oh yeah, he's like the he's the brother, uh, yeah. not the like the the estranged brother uncle. Yes, yeah. on the Goldbergs. Yeah. Correct. If y'all if y'all have right. seen The Walking Dead in the last season or two, he's Luke on that on The Walking Dead. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, oh, he's the funny American guy in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Right, Fantastic Beasts, yes. Right. Okay. So I decided to go back to his back catalog. It was really, I was like, I wanna, I'm going to watch a movie with him and again. I forgot how many famous people are in this movie. Mm. Chris Pratt is in this, and he's very, uh, uh, who's the uh, Ben Affleck in, he's like Ben Affleck in uh, Dazed and Confused. <laughs> Oh, wait. Ben Affleck ben was in Days and Confused? He was you know how that. like that slimy Ben Affleck in his early no. movie. He's very. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, you're he's thinking very... of Matthew McConaughey, I think. No, no, no. Confused. 
No, Ben Affleck was, ben was Affleck in Dazed and Confused. And, he, and he's very face punchable in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's he's yeah. more douchey than creepy. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey's character is creepy, whereas Ben Affleck's character is douchey. Yeah. Hold on. Are you guys sure Ben Affleck is yeah. in that movie? Yeah, he, had the, he, was the car, he was the guy who had the car that uh, he everybody... And he's chasing after the sixth graders, and he's a jerk. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, Banyan. That's... Okay. Sorry. Oh, seen... if we would have said his character name, Scott would have remembered him. That no, was the problem. I would have. I totally would have. I remember that guy. I remember all those people by their names. Pickford, Simone Pink, all those guys. They were great. I love that movie. I've seen it like 50 times, and I forgot Ben Affleck was in it. I'm losing it. But Chris Pratt is very equal to that kind of level in his acting at in this movie. So that That's kind of like... I don't know. He's just very douchey in this movie. Isn't this where, isn't this the movie he met Anna Faris in and they got married? Is that what that's it from? Might be. Yeah, I think that's yeah, where they met. It could easily be, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not married uh, now, but. Yeah. Dimitri Martin, who is one of my favorite comedians, is in this as well. Michael Ian Black, another one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a lot of, a lot of people that I, probably at the time, I wasn't aware of. So going back to it, it was um, the girl that, uh, Topher Grace is talking about. Uh, I recognized her. She's in that Dead Bodies zombie love story. Mm. Teresa Teresa Palmer is that her? Yeah, Teresa Palmer. Let's see. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't remember the warm movie. Bodies. Warm bodies. Warm bodies. Oh, warm bodies. Oh, was that, it, the... was that the zombie love story that we? Were yeah, seeing? yeah, yeah. That with with Nicholas Holt in it, or Holt, or however you say his name. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Holt. Yeah. Warm- Still, it's a fun uh, movie, uh, very 80s, and it held up. I liked it. It's Bob fun. Bob Odenkirk in there as well. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Um, Lucy Punch, uh, she was in, a, she was one of the stepsisters in Into the Woods. Is that a real name, Lucy Punch? It can't oh. be real, can it? <laughs> oh, she's from uh, Britain. She's probably real. <laughs> they have weird names. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a total uh, British name, Lucy Punch. <laughs> Still haven't seen Into the Woods either. I don't even recognize this person, but she yeah. looks fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very annoying girl, and she does that yes. too. Now, so I remember when this came. I felt like it was just a couple of years ago. Obviously, it wasn't. But 2011. I remember when this came out, and I remember people saying that it was like um, it was kind of trying to be a John Hughes movie, sort of. Do you did you get that vibe, or was that just people? Time, but uh, I think going back to it, it kind of. It stands on its own. I mean, mm. it's it has those vibes to it. It's, you know, Topher Grace just got back. He graduated from MIT and he doesn't know what to do with his life. And mm. it's he's trying to get the girl that he had a crush on. But it's still a fun, it's a fun watch. I mean, don't go into it hoping that you're going to, you know, be challenged with your thoughts like I am mother. <laughs> yeah. I, he's one of my favorite actors that came out of, TV. I really like Topher Grace. Like a lot of people sort of dismiss him, but I think he's awesome. What so. movie was he in where he was like in a hotel room and there was a prostitute and it was just weird. Like it was just weird. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to remember. He's in black. It, he plays it, David Duke in Black Klansman, which is kind of awesome. It was such an off brand role for him. because yeah. He was still in. That sounds movie. really familiar. You know what I'm, I can't remember. Yeah, like there's a big floor-to-ceiling window behind them yes! overlooking the night sky. What the heck was that? Yeah. That scene stuck in my head like, what? What's Topher Grace 
a movie or a TV TV thing? Uh, pretty sure it was a movie. Somebody in oh, was movie. it a Black Mirror episode? No, it was a Black Mirror. No, it was. It was a. Hmm. I don't think. No, it wasn't Black Mirror. It was a movie. I'm pretty sure it was a movie. I'm gonna have to look at his his list. Of, Jeez, uh, Matuba in the chat room. I cannot stand Topher Grace. I will not watch anything he's in. I do not like him, and I don't know why. <laughs> Jeez. There's nothing like with no breath. Yeah, me, me and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. But for real, he's he's really good. I think he's great. I don't have a problem with him. He always seems affable and fun. I I still, mm-hmm. for example, that movie In Good Company from 2004. Uh, Tim and um, what's his beak? Uh, the good brother, the uh, the Dennis Quaid. And it's great. And it doesn't end like these. It's supposed to be kind of a rom com, but it ends in a way that is so non rom com. I loved it. He's great. Whatever, man. Topher Grace. He may not be everybody's cup of tea. I don't think he was a good, you know, Venom or anything, but he's fine. Look, of the two or three people that came out of that show, because you got him, Mila Kunis, and and, uh, Zip Zap. What's his name? Zip Zap. Zip Zap. The one that she's with now. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Of of the three of those, I, I think I'd watch him. I like her okay, but Kutcher, come on. Was it... Was it Valentine's Day, Nicole? I don't know. I mean, looking through his list, it <laughs> wasn't Interstellar. It wasn't. But it was like a. There was like a. Wasn't two and. Yeah, I thought it was something sci-fi, wasn't it? Like stuff going on, and I'm like, what is he doing here? I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> well, now I'm in the mood for Topher Grace movies. Drive me nuts. I'm gonna go to Matuba's house and make him watch it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Well, these are all good recommendations. If anyone figures out what the hell movie we're talking about, let us know. That'd be great. Uh, Nicole Spag on Twitter is where you're going to find links to all of this so you can kind of follow up and catch the stuff however you're going to catch it. Nicole, any final bits of wisdom before you go? Uh, what were your recommendals last week? Did you do this? We did. Week? We did. Good Omens was my recommendal last week, which if you have not. I was going to do Good Omens today, but then I'm like, I'm thinking maybe. Something. You should still. Yeah. Oh, so you've watched it. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, so much better than American God season two. Like that's the Neil Gaiman stuff yeah. that we want is more good omens. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see. I don't remember what I recommended. Must not have been great. <laughs> I mean, usually I kind of can remember. I don't remember what I did. You you hadn't had any time to watch anything, and I can't remember what it was that you you. Uh, didn't I have it? I had a clip last week. You did have a clip. You did play something, but it wasn't. Um, uh, but it was something older that you had you had pulled back from something else, and I can't remember what it was. Shoot. I was just like watching. It may have been a cartoon or something. Shit, maybe. Oh, in the oh bad times, bad times at El Royale. That's right. Oh no, I had a movie. Time. That's right. Oh, yeah, that was a movie part. last week. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that, was so good. that movie's great. I love oh, that thing. Okay. I want to watch yeah. that again. Actually, that was okay. real good. That was really really good. Uh, yeah. well, all right then, Nicole. Sp- said maybe it was Ocean's Twelve, and I'm thinking that might have been it oceans 12 really because yeah, it doesn't that take place in a hotel like yeah a yeah pretty sure yeah but topher grace i don't think he's in uh any he he's is in oceans 12 yeah yeah he is oh maybe that's it was he uh isn't I, he playing isn't he playing topher grace in like one of the <laughs> celebrity scenes like with julia roberts well, i'm gonna have to find oceans 12 and watch the intro scene. the mystery yeah. continues we oh, don't oh, know all right, yeah, because well, we'll... he because he's like learning poker from Brad Pitt. He's playing Topher Grace. Maybe okay, maybe not. Then. Oh right, Topher Grace learning poker from Brad Pitt. That is his role in that. Okay, never mind. That's not yeah. him. Plus, I don't think that movie has any creepy bedroom scenes, as far as I know. Anyway, 
on the yeah. on the hunt. Somebody find it. Nicole Spag, everybody. Stay out of trouble. I know. I'll see yeah. you later. Bye now. All right. We're going to read an email, and then we're going to get out of here. Sounds good. Uh, the email goes like this. Scott and Brian. Oh, this is from Justin from Arkansas. <laughs> Uh, Scott and Brian, we are only, sorry, slowly moving forward to an all digital future with video games. With the rise of game streaming just hitting its stride this year, eh, it'll hit its stride in a couple of years. I don't think we're hitting, we're just getting started. Anyway, when right. do you think games will cease to be on physical media? Well, for me, they already have. Uh, most people I talk to uh, say within 10 to 15 years. I say unless data caps are removed, it could be closer to 20 or 30. Curious about your thoughts. Justin from Arkansas. Now, it occurs to me as I read this, it might have been mm -hmm. meant for the boop show, but I don't care because Brian and I can answer this just as well. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it's funny because um, my first thought is, well, you can, you know, we, we for a while we've been able to get to uh, get our games via downloadable as opposed to buying physical media and as opposed to streaming, you know, actually buying and downloading a game as opposed to streaming the game. And that hasn't completely wiped out physical media yet. So I do agree. I think it is going to be a little bit longer uh, time till we've got that. Um, it's going to take a while. Need, we got to get rid know. of caps. We got to get better internet yeah. overall. We got to have a lot of things happen before it's the commonplace. However, exactly. yeah. I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a disc for anything. I just don't <laughs> do it. It's all downloaded now. Yeah. So you could still say, well, the physical media I have are hard drives. And that's true. But... I don't buy CDs, discs. I don't buy cartridges. I don't do any of that. If I can download it, I do. Now, if I get some screaming mm -hmm. deal, usually a Switch game is where I'll make an exception because you get these great deals on Amazon for totally twenty yeah. percent off or whatever. I'll do That's that. Why I have uh, Super Mario Deluxe U Mario Brothers because uh, it was like thirty bucks or something. So did you ever pay it? Play it? It's still wrapped in plastic, but it's <laughs> but I've only had it for about a week. So that is the, oh, okay. <laughs> that is the caveat. If you end up never playing it, I'll just give you 30 bucks and I'll take it. No, I'll, hell no. I'm going to open right, it today. You, you play should it. play it then. Uh, fr yeah. This Friday, two days from now, we get um, Super Mario Maker 2 on that on that their device. Right. Pretty excited about that. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm all, I already live in the all-digital world, so I'm in there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's just a matter of, will I, you know, it would be some combination of me streaming and downloading, but I'm already done with discs. My, I've got a CD-ROM drive in this PC that is literally probably a giant dust hole. There are probably like a, there's probably a rat in there who makes it, makes it his home. You know, I don't know, <laughs> right? Because I don't do that anymore. Like it changed this forever. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, digital. I just don't know about the streaming thing. And I think 15, 10 to 15 years is not that bad of an estimate, given how slow, especially here in the states. If you're in South Korea or Sweden or somewhere that has like epic internet. And no caps. The, you're in Fat City, but here in the states, we're we're kind of right. slow on that. Uh, all right. What else? That's it. Emails. Good. Yeah. Send That's us it. an email. Themorningstream at gmail.com. Keep them coming. Frogpants.com/tms. We'll have links to that and everything else we got going here. Some of you are like, "Hey, what's going on with the archive version of the show? Uh, I want the old stuff. It's all there. There's a feed. You just put it in, and boom, you're in. It's all set, ready to go. Although I heard some player had some issue with the name, but I fixed that." So it should be okay now. Uh, you can find that over at frogpants.com slash TMS. And, I'll uh, teach you to name it the morning root kit. You yeah, shouldn't name it that, Scott. Really that was the whole problem that. right yeah. there. Morning virus uh, phishing scheme is what I called it. <laughs> the morning Nigerian prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or TMNP. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, then also support us over at patreon.com slash TMS. That'll do it for us. Brian, do you want to play a song now? I do. Uh, no requests today. This is one that's coming for me because this is something I picked up uh, this last week, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So, you know, I, I love uh, Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. No surprise to anybody that I totally dig that. And and aside from the Papini sisters who kind of do that as well, I've been looking for other artists that do that sort of thing. Now, uh, Robin Adele Anderson is a vocalist who's worked with Scott Bradley in Postmodern Jukebox, and his his inspiration or involvement perhaps is all over this thing. She's got uh, three volumes of cover albums. This is from the brand new one, which is the third volume. Uh, it's a cover of Gorillaz' Feel Good Inc., and it took me, I had this playing in the background, and it took me a minute to realize what the song was. Here is Robin Adele Anderson and Feel Good Inc.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. It tastes great naturally. <laughs>